Science Journal for Kids and Teens presents What are the most dangerous places for sharks? Adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal Nature, published on July 7, 2021. Research conducted by Nuno Queiroz, Nicholas E. Humphreys, David W. Sims, and others from the Research Network in Biodiversity and Evolutionary Biology at the University of Porto in Portugal and the Marine Biological Association of the United Kingdom. See the full list of authors in the accompanying PDF. Read by Miranda Wilson. Abstract. Many people are scared of sharks, but they are actually a very important part of the ocean's ecosystem. Did you know that falling coconuts are actually more deadly to humans than sharks? Each year, tens of millions of sharks are caught by fishing vessels, ships. So actually, they should be afraid of us. And instead of fearing them, we should protect them from ourselves. We wanted to find out where sharks are most at risk from fishing across all of the world's oceans. We used tracking data from both sharks and fishing vessels to create maps of where sharks like to hang out and where ships go fishing. When they overlap, sharks are at risk of being caught. We found the areas that are most dangerous for sharks to swim. These areas are unique to different species and different oceans. We can use our findings to tell people who manage the seas how to best protect sharks and the other marine life that rely on them. Introduction. Sharks have lived in our oceans for more than 400 million years. These incredible animals come in a range of shapes and sizes, from the 22-centimeter, 9-inch dwarf lantern shark to the 18-meter, 60-foot whale shark. Many sharks are top predators. They are important because they keep the food web balanced and the oceans healthy. Unfortunately, dangers from fishing and other threats, like pollution and climate change, mean shark populations are struggling. Sharks can live to be very old, the Greenland shark can live up to 400 years and usually have only a few babies. This means they are very vulnerable to fishing because their populations take a long time to recover. Sometimes sharks are accidentally caught in fishing gear. Other times they get caught on purpose. This is because there is a global demand for shark fins and meat. Before the 1950s, the high seas, or areas of open ocean, were a safe place for sharks. But since then, big fishing vessels have moved into the high seas. Marine protected areas, or MPAs, often exist near our coasts, and some protect sharks from fishing. But currently, only 1.18% of the high seas are MPAs. Fortunately, many countries have pledged to protect 30% of the oceans by 2030. We wanted to better understand where sharks and fishing vessels are within the world's oceans. This would allow us to give information to governments and fishing management organizations about the best places for MPAs to protect sharks. There are more than 500 different shark species in the world today. Here are a few of the sharks people are most familiar with and their shapes. From top to bottom, you can see the great white shark, mako, hammerhead, white cap, gray nurse, tiger, lemon, and sand sharks. Methods. 
We carefully put satellite transmitter tags, we call them sats, on 23 different species of shark. Here in figure one, you can see a bull shark with a satellite tag on the dorsal fin. This meant we could track shark movements across the high seas. We did this all over the globe, from the Atlantic to the Indian to the Pacific Oceans. Most of our movement tracking data came from 11 out of the 23 shark species. We used 1,804 tags in total. All these tags meant we could develop a map of where the sharks like to hang out. We call these shark hotspots. We then looked at the global movements of fishing vessels using something called Automatic Identification Systems, or AIS. All vessels over a certain length and weight have these systems, which track where they go. We could then combine our map of shark hotspots with information about the location of fishing vessels. Next, we figured out when and where sharks and fishing vessels were moving in the same area, overlapped. This led us to important questions, like which species were most at risk from fishing, and where are the riskiest locations for sharks? Results. We found that many different species of sharks like to spend their time in the same locations. These areas, like the Gulf Stream or Galapagos Islands, were major shark hotspots. Some regions, like the Southwest Indian Ocean, were very popular for fishing vessels, while other areas had very little fishing activity. There was a 24% overlap between sharks and fishing vessels across all oceans. You can see this in figure two, which shows those areas where sharks and fishing vessels overlapped. The white-orange areas are riskier for sharks. The largest risk area is along the east coast of the United States and the Atlantic between the United States and Europe, including the northwest coast of Africa. This amount was different across different oceans and shark species. For example, the highest amount of overlap, 76%, for the blue shark was in the North Atlantic Ocean, a risky place for this species. Figure 3 shows movements of tagged blue sharks across the oceans. The blue in the map indicates tracks for individual sharks that were tagged. You can see a lot of movement in the northern Atlantic and the eastern Pacific. Blue sharks are the ocean's widest ranging sharks. They migrate across the high seas and visit coastal areas during warmer months. Using this information and the map, where would a marine protected area really help them? We found that sharks spent two to six months in the riskiest regions each year. This was different from species to species. Sharks and fishing vessels went to the same areas because these regions were very productive. This means there are lots of fish for the sharks to eat and for the vessels to catch. Discussion there is a great deal of fishing activity happening in shark hotspots across the world's oceans. Sadly, some shark species are at risk almost everywhere they go. These hotspots are very important areas for many threatened species and need protecting. We made the first maps of the locations where sharks and fishing vessels overlap across the seas. One way to protect sharks is to use large-scale marine protected areas, MPAs. 
Using our maps to locate the most important shark hotspots, we can ask governments and fishing management organizations to protect the hotspots from fishing. This leads to fewer sharks getting caught in fishing lines. There are also places where sharks go, but little fishing happens there. There may be less fish, so sharks do not stay in these regions, but just pass through. But we should still target these spots for protection. This is because we can make them a protected area for sharks without causing problems for fishing vessels. In the future, it could be possible to track the movements of sharks and fishing vessels in real time. If we can get fishing management organizations on board, this could be a game changer for shark protection. Imagine lots of sharks starting to feed in a new area. We could quickly put a new MPA in place to protect them. This would mean fewer shark deaths in the high seas, which helps shark populations to recover. Conclusion The high seas might seem too far away for you to make a difference, but you can. Many big fishing vessels like to catch tuna. Unfortunately, they often catch sharks and other species such as manta rays, whales, and dolphins too. If you or your family buy tuna, try to find pole and line tuna. Pole and line is the most shark-friendly and sustainable type of tuna fishing. Sustainable fishing means leaving enough fish in the ocean, respecting habitats, and ensuring people who depend on fishing can maintain their livelihoods. When you buy sustainable fish, you are helping to protect sharks and other species as they travel across the oceans. Thank you for listening to this recording. Visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources.